I'm Curie Fink, and welcome to this week's edition of Kingdom Living with Glenn Reppel, the president, founder, author of the Reppel Minute, which, Glenn, you've been publishing nonstop since uh, 2006. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, fantastic. And Curie, you know, I just look forward to this every time we do a teaching and, and just the impact that, that it's having. So it, it's great to be here. You know, we were talking uh, actually before we started recording about you know, it's exciting to see that the message of kingdom living is actually expanding uh, as people are finding it literally all over the world. And we're so grateful uh, for those that are tuning in and particularly those that are letting us know that they're getting something valuable from the experience. Because we've talked about this along the way, uh, Glenn, is that you know, it's not, I don't call it exactly a Bible study because most, but although almost everything that you talk about comes directly, uh, it's, it's, you're, you're bringing the word of God into this so that we can understand our position relationally with God through kingdom living. And that's why uh, we talk so much about uh, God gave you this book, which is called Fraud, What God Has to Say about the tactics of the enemy. And if, if, you, if you're familiar with the series, you know that this is 40 kind of like bite-sized uh, morsels that are really great uh, to sit down and review maybe over 40 days, maybe uh, do a study with some friends at work or, or just uh, get together for uh, a Bible evening or whatever and use that as the basis for discussion because the whole Kingdom Living series kind of uh, flows from that. And Glenn, you talk a lot about Green line living, which is that eternal place that uh, God has us now. And I think as I was mentioning, uh, I just literally this week had somebody talk about, you know, the challenge challenge for an atheist is the fact that um, they have nothing, no hope to offer. A secular humanism at the end of the day is sailing towards a sunset. It means you were here and that's it. And the beautiful thing about Christianity, because we serve a risen Savior, is that means we're sailing towards a sunrise. God has a plan for our lives. We have that kingdom living mentality. And as we're able to appropriate the things of God, the more that we are able to, to fulfill our mission on earth. And that's what today's topic is all about, right? Believers yes. commission. I'm so excited to just kind of dive into this word, Glenn. Yeah, and, and Carrie, it's, it's exciting just uh, having someone call uh, today about uh, about the podcast, and and his comments were about how he's so tired of religion, and in 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 the encouragement that he gets from listening and uh, watching, as he said on TV, and 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 just his identity of knowing who he is. So we're going to be. Uh, and again, that's just part of the calling is, is to know who we are in Christ. And as we start today, uh, I always like to start uh, with, with uh, and just kind of refreshing too, is to, to know what, which is more powerful, what you see or what you don't see. And we know that it's, and we know that it's the unseen world uh, that spoke into existence, the seen world. And so the spirit world does exist, and that is real. God is real. Jesus Christ is real. And so with that, the unseen spiritual world of God, God is spirit. We must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so 
here's here's the topic where we're going to be going today is and we're going to put that fraud fire extinguisher on satan he is a defeated foe and his destiny is in the pit and the lake of fire and so what happens and again in the book fraud what i've enjoyed over uh my lifetime of of, of walking with christ and being filled with the holy spirit uh and being born again and as the revelation knowledge of God started uh, just revealing his word to me is, is the lies uh, that, that, I, I, that, I, that I believed. I thought, oh, that, I thought that was the truth. But Jesus is the truth and the truth is the reality. And the reality uh, is the spirit world, the revelation knowledge of God. And so we're gonna put that fraud fire extinguisher on Satan, he's defeated. And here's the word, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. And if I was speaking to a group of people in a live audience right there, I'd probably have them stand up right now and say, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because it's important that we speak our identity. I am a disciple. And what am I doing? I'm proclaiming the good news. And that good news is what? Satan's defeated. <laughs> we have power and authority over him. So we're going to be talking about that today, that I am. We are disciples. We're believers that have been transformed into disciples, taking and proclaiming the word of God. The good news, this is good news. And so as we start each podcast, uh, we'd like to ask these three great questions because it's uh, what are the three greatest historical events ever, ever? What are the three greatest historical events? And we start with, and we call this the green line, red line living. The green line was God's intended purpose for man to be, we because life is in the spirit. We're spirit beings. We're designed in the image of God. And that's how he created. So the first historical event, great historical, historical event is creation. And he spoke creation into existence. He created by words. And God, Jesus is word. He's the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. So, so the words that we speak, and, and I, I like just asking this question, what's the most powerful thing that we have? And it's our tongue. It's the mouth. We speak. And we can speak life or we can speak death. God spoke life into, in, into existence through creation. Yet what happened? The second big event is the fall. Adam and Eve, they disobeyed, they rebelled against God, and they lost their position in the kingdom of darkness that uh, came into existence. And the other question that we've, we've asked before, when did sickness and disease and death start? Well, death came in. Sickness and disease started. Adam and Eve, before they disobeyed and rebelled against God, didn't have sickness and disease. They're to live on that green line eternally forever and ever and ever. And so death, sickness, and disease came in. And, and again, we don't have to teach selfishness. We're born into this red line with the kingdom of darkness and the satanic rule, the prince of the world. This is what you and I carry in the list. We're born into that. We don't have to be trained. We've been trained by this. And so 
and we carry the shame and the guilt and the pain, the condemnation, the inferiority complex, the orphan spirit, because we're looking for our father. We're looking for our father because we're separated from our father. We have an earthly father, but we have a heavenly father that we call Abba Father. And the spirit of rejection, the spirit of injustice, and we live with that spirit of fear. And so that's what we're born into. But thanks be to God, uh, we've escaped the judgment. And what we have is the redemption, the new creation life through Jesus Christ that he came and redeemed us out of that kingdom of darkness and recreated us into his righteousness, carried not by anything you and I do, it's what Jesus Christ did. So we don't become righteous by what we do, it's because he made us righteous. And so we are new creations life. And he said it is finished and it's completed. He completed, he completed his job that he came to earth. And the kingdom of God has been established here, reestablished here on earth. And so it happens as we are 2,000 years from that event, that great event of redemption, is we are born again. So we were created in the beginning, now we're recreated, and we become, we accept the, the, what Jesus Christ did, and we believe in our heart, and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. And we're born again into the spirit, because the spirit was dead, it has come alive. And so with that, uh, the love of God, which is God is love. And so that love has come in. And as we ask the Holy Spirit into our life, the Holy Spirit is entered in and the Holy Spirit is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And we just invite and we're baptized into the spirit of God. We, we begin seeing the revelation of God. We have the power and the authority that God has given us. And so what happens is for most of us, what we've learned in, during the fall is, is we operate on the mental ascent. And, and the mental ascent is based upon our five senses. Uh, what we hear, we see, we taste, we feel. Uh, and that's, that's what we operate on, which is the flesh. But, uh, and, and that's the way we operate. If we can't feel and touch, we're not gonna believe it. But what we, and what that does is, is down here is the worry and the fear is a poison to our bloodstream. And what we have those, when we operate in the faith world of understanding the revelation knowledge of God, the faith world purifies our bloodstream and we have authority over the sin, sickness, and death through the revelation knowledge of the word of God. And what we find is this scripture here is in Colossians 1 verses 13, is he has delivered us from the power of darkness, the kingdom of darkness, and conveyed us, moved us into the kingdom of his son, of his love. That's, why, that's what the word of God, that's why Jesus Christ came to redeem us and recreate us. And he sent his word and healed them, that spirit, soul, and body, and rescued us out of the destruction of the kingdom of darkness. And, and we know that fear, 
Because fear is being just talked about. The spirit of death is so rampant. Sickness and death is so rampant over the earth right now. For God has not given us that spirit of fear, but he's given us his dunamis, his power, not the power of man, his power, his creation power, his word power to speak the word, his discipleship. He wants us to be disciples. The power of his love, his agape, his unconditional love, and his sound mind, because we have the mind of Christ. And, and this scripture is so good too. For sin over you shall not have lordship. We've made sin, sickness, and death our lordship. For you are not under law, but we are under the grace, the mercy of, of our Redeemer and Lord Jesus Christ. And what we see when Jesus on the cross said, it is a finish. It is finished. All of a sudden, the authority was transferred from Jesus as the authority, and he left us with the Holy Spirit. And, and so it's been transferred, Carrie, to you and I and everybody listening to be disciples of Jesus Christ. So we've been reestablished in, in the righteousness, and he took all sin, sickness, and death, and disease on the cross. And he left so the Holy Spirit could come dwell in us as disciples. So what we're doing is putting that fraud fire extinguisher on Satan. He's been defeated. And, and we have the authority has been reestablished as disciples. And it's been restored back to man here on earth. So, and, and I've said this before, and this is just such a need. My King Jesus Christ has defeated your Prince Satan. And my disciples are now in charge and have authority here on earth. That's why Jesus came, to reestablish the kingdom of God authority here on earth. And how does he do that? Through his church, the disciples. So we're not sitting in church. We're speaking the word of God every place we go. And that's why marketplace ministry is just so, so powerful because we get a chance every place we go with every vendor, every everything that we do, because it's a broken and fallen world, but we've been redeemed. We have the word of God living inside of us. So you know that this scripture is one of my main scriptures, which is, is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, because this scripture really is the gospel here. And so Jesus Christ came to reconcile and make us righteous and so we have this, this chasm between man and God, and that's what Jesus Christ came to do. And he's got his agape love living inside us. So let's look at this scripture, because this is a part of the believer's commissioning here. Uh, that is, in, And this is in the, the Passion Translation here. Now, if anyone is enfolded, is in Christ, is into Christ, he has become an entirely new person, a new creation. All of that is related to the, all that is related to the, uh, the old order is vanished. It's gone. So we are new creations in Christ Jesus. The old self, that old red line is gone and I'm a new creation. Behold, everything is fresh and new. See, that's exciting right now because that old is gone and God has made all things new and reconciled. Now here it is. And it's recognized 
reconciled us to who? Himself. God has reconciled us so we can stand in his presence to himself and has given us, this is the part, this is the, this is the believer's uh, commissioner, has given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was through the anointed one, Jesus Christ, that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping records of our sin nature, all our fallen nature, our transgressions. And he has entrusted us, Carrie, you and I and everybody else, to be disciples, the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. See, we've been thinking that reconciliation to God is, is by us doing good. Well, out of our understanding of the revelation of understanding who Jesus Christ is, we have become righteous. And so we have been reconciled and we can tell people about the reconciliation that happened through Jesus Christ, not by our good deeds. Those good deeds follow out of the righteousness of what he's done. So, so we are therefore, we are therefore, we are now Christ ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ. So we are ambassadors. We are what? Disciples. We're the disciples of the anointed one. We are commissioned as uh, of the anointed to carry the message of Christ. Where? To the world as though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. And then that's important because we're speaking our disciples. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf. Turn back to God and be reconciled to him because that's the issues that we're having in the world is, is that we've got to turn back to the creator and, and the purpose that he created us is to bring the kingdom of God here to earth for God. And this is the scripture right here for God made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us. So that, so that we can become the righteousness of God through our union, our union with him. He lives inside of us. So he came to restore us back, to re reconcile us, uh, to be new creation back to him. And righteousness is being in right standing with God. And so we have right standing with God because of what Jesus Christ did. And so the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals that to us. And, and that's just exciting to know that, Carrie, it's not by what we do. And he has forgotten all of the junk, all the junk that we've ever done. He doesn't, he sees us through the blood of Jesus Christ. So let's go into uh, today's uh, Believers Commissioned. Uh, so we're commissioned here. And this, this, this is, because uh, we hear this taught, but let's really bring some meaning to this scripture here in, in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And, and we need, uh, and, and, and Jesus came close to them and said, now this is neat. So we have a policeman over here and the policeman has been given his authority by his city, his county, by the state, by the federal. And he's got a badge. He's got that authority uh, to stop you as a driver. Uh, so he's been given authority. Now, Jesus Christ came to earth and he's speaking here and he's saying all authority of what? of the universe has been given to him. And as my father has sent me, he's saying, Carrie, I'm sending you and me and everybody listen. So he's sending us now, wherever you go, now, wherever you go, go, go. 
and make disciples. Now we can't make disciples until we have become a disciple. So we gotta step beyond just believing to move into the action of following Christ's examples living inside of us to go be a disciple, to make disciples. So, so go be disciples, making disciples. We're everywhere we go, every place we eat and, and shop and, and, and the places we do business is go make and shine because the light of Christ is shining inside of us. So go make disciples in our families, in, 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 in our church, uh, every place we go in our businesses baptizing to, to all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And again, that baptism is when we are baptized, we died to Christ, uh, we, we are forgiven, we're washed clean, and we come back up as the risen Christ. And, and, and that baptism is in water, and the baptism is also in the Spirit. Represented, we died with Christ, and we, we, he defeated Satan, we rose with Christ, and we're sitting with him at the right hand of God the Father, as we're sitting in Christ. And those scriptures just are so real when we recognize it's not in the sweet by and by. This is something we get now. So baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to be faithful, to faithfully follow. See, faithfully be disciples that I have commanded you. And never forget, I am with you every day, every day, even to the completion of this age. So let's look at another one, another scripture. And this is the one that's in the book that is just so powerful. Because I remember when I, when I wrote this and just what God was just showing me and teaching me uh, with this scripture. Because many times we just stay away from the scripture because it seems almost spooky to us. Uh, uh, and, and you know, what does all this stuff mean here? But this is a fun scripture when you realize the revelation knowledge. And this is why I like the picture here of this young lady with God just breathing on, on the word of God and the revelation knowledge is just shining into her. Because when the revelation knowledge of, of us as disciples uh, and the commission we have becomes real to us. And, and this is Jesus speaking now, right before he ascends. And he's saying to them, as you go into all the world, preach. Now understand that Carrie and I were talking about this before coming on, is, is, is that this isn't preach in a pulpit. This is to proclaim, to say and speak in our day-to-day. -day. And so, so it's a way of communicating and declaring or that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's a declaration of who my identity and who I follow and who I'm listening to through the Holy Spirit. So as you go into all the world, proclaim openly, teach openly the, wonder, the wonderful news of the gospel, of the gospel, the freedom, the liberty that we have with the eternity that started through Jesus Christ. To where? The entire human race. <laughs> That's And again, we're to live out that discipleship first, uh, and, and then we go make this. So now here's the part. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And we talk about the word saved is sozo. And, it, and it's almost like the same word shalom, peace is whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe the good news 
will be condemned. They're already condemned because they're on the red line. What we're talking about is bringing them off that red line out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the sun and recognizing what the sun has done so they can have a relationship with our Abba Father. So what we're doing is we're bringing to that adoption ceremony with their real father because they don't, they're, they're orphan, they have orphans. So now here's the part that is really cool. And it is that, and, and again, as disciples, as believers, as believers that become disciples, these miraculous, these miracle signs will accompany what? Those of us that believe that are disciples. Wow, here they come. They will drive out demons with the power of my name. Guess what? As we're speaking right here, Carrie, what are we doing? We're driving out that demonic spirit that is captured inside of the souls of men in their mind, wills, and emotions of their soul. As we're speaking the truth of God, those demons cannot stand it. When I say I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, that casts them out. And they will speak in tongues. And again, that... And again, that gets kind of spooky with some people too, but God doesn't speak English. He speaks in a spirit language to our spirit with the Holy Spirit. And so that's with it. And, and, and that's not meant to be spooky. It's just that I, I, I remember when I first saw this start teaching, teaching this about 15 years ago is that I do have a different language as I'm just speaking right now. This is the way I spoke when I was on the red line living. I'm speaking differently here, even in the English language. But when I pray, we can pray without ceasing in a prayer language uh, in the spirits. We're to pray in the spirit because the spirit is alive. And that joins us together because heaven is open now, 24-7, that we can pray in the spirit, even as we're sleeping, our spirit is resting in his spirit. And there will be super, we will have supernaturally protected from the snakes. And what are the snakes? That's the, remember this, it was the snake in the garden. So, so we're protected from the demonic spirit of the snake. And even when you drink anything poisonous, what are we drinking? And we're drinking with our eye gate and our ear gate and even our smell gate. So what happens? The things that are coming in from the world, we're protected from the poisonous uh, of, of the news, of what we read, and, and, and even the internet, some of the things we watch and see there, and what people have spoken over us. We're protected of that poisonous that comes in. And then we, as believers that become disciples, we lay hands on the sick and heal them. Not us, it's the Holy Spirit, it's God, the divine nature of God living in us. That's what he's doing through the disciples. Now, let's look at this, the next verse, verses following this. And, and this is so neat because I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. So this is what happens after this. He's commissioning. He's given us the badge. And he's saying, go do these things. And after saying these things, Jesus was lifted up into heaven and sat down at the place of honor at the right hand of God. And here's what the apostles did. Now you put your name and the apostles, put your name there, Glenn, Carrie, uh, put your name. And the apostles went out. They went out. 
announcing the good news everywhere, where, wherever they went, in a restaurant, on their emails, uh, the, wherever they spoke. They went out announcing the good news of the resurrected Christ, the gospel of salvation. And, and as the Lord himself consistently worked with them. So the Lord himself, the Holy Spirit, consistently worked with them. So they went out, they were announcing, the Lord was working with them and, and, and validating. So, so as a disciple, we are validating the message they preached. I mean, as a disciple, we've got to be a disciple to make disciples. So we're validating the message they preached with miracle signs that accompanied them. So what's happened many times, what we've taken is the word of God as a history book rather than living the word of God and being like Jesus that laid hands on people that spoke to that demonic spirit and it leaves and brings healing to the people that we're working with. This is exciting stuff. Not that we do it, but we're believing and operating just like Jesus Christ has commanded us because that policeman with that badge can look at a car speeding. So I got a badge and I can't stop them. No, no, he says, he puts a command that says, stop that. And so we can command the evil to stop. He's given that. And these are the miraculous signs that accompany the believer that has become a disciple. So I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. So let's just look at some of the things that a disciple has. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. I walk in the victory over the flesh. I Now this is me. I am the word of God. I am the word of God because Christ is living in me now. I have the word of God. It's there. And I have wisdom. I have wisdom and revelation knowledge through the Holy Spirit. I am in relationship with my daddy, my father God. I have the mind of Christ. I'm accepted and loved by my Abba fathers. Disciples know that they're accepted in love. They know they have the mind of Christ. They know they're in relationship with God. And they know they have the word of God because they're eating and feeding on the word of God. They're not drinking the, the milk, the revelation knowledge of God through the word of God has become real. And I am heaven, carry. We are heaven on earth now because that's what a disciple is. And I have abundant life now. And I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus now. So, and, and as we've done in past teachings, what are we trading? What are we trading? And again, Satan, Satan in Ezekiel 28, 16. And when I saw this uh, uh, a few months back, I'm going, wow. Uh, by the abundance of your trading, this is Satan, you become filled with violence within, this is Lucifer, you become filled with the violence within, and you sin. Therefore, I cast you out as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fire stone. So, so what happens, Satan here is defined as a trade, he's trading. And what we've done is we've traded with, 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 with that Satan, we've believed his fraud and the lies that, uh, uh, about our identity of who we are. So let's look at the trade 
that we've that that we want to trade Satan's authority that he has over us here on earth with God's authority given by Jesus Christ in us, his disciples. So and we've and, and going through this, what are some of the profitable trades? We want to be trading good. We want to be trading up, not trading down and allowing Satan to rule us. So we, we want to trade the authority of Satan for God's authority given to us, his disciples. We want to trade that sin consciousness of that red line to the green line righteousness consciousness we have in Christ Jesus. We want to trade the sickness and disease for the divine health totally healed. When he said it's finished, he took sickness and disease on the cross. Do we believe that? Do we receive that? Do we receive what Jesus did on the cross when he said it is finished? He took all the sin. We hear that. We don't really sometimes recognize what he did by taking sickness and disease also. We want to trade the rebellion and disobedience and sin for his righteousness. We want to trade the worry, anxiety, depression, and heaviness for the peace, the shalom peace and joy that we have in Christ Jesus. We want to trade the dominion of darkness, the kingdom of darkness, for the kingdom of God. We want to trade the tradition and doctrine. What nullifies the word of God? What nullifies the word of God is the traditions and doctrines for the glory of God that he's given us. We want to trade the lies, the fraud for the truth and freedom we have in Christ Jesus. We trade our old nature for the new creation life. We trade the knowledge that man has. We trust so many times what man is saying and speaking versus what the word of God, the wisdom of God, the revelation of God. We want to trade the knowledge of man and believe and trust in the Lord. We want to trade the seen for the unseen because the unseen created the seen. We want to trade the natural for the supernatural because that's a part of that discipleship process of seeing the supernatural mysteries of God, the revelation that goes with that. We want to trade time because, because we operate in time because we're in Christ. We're outside of time. The moment, the moment, the moment that we live and the moment we receive Christ, those that's outside of time. We walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, which is time. We trade fear for the perfect love of the Father through Jesus Christ. We want to trade that insecurity that we have for the safety and security and the everlasting life we have now in Christ Jesus. We trade that hopelessness we have for the liberty and freedom and the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. We want to trade death because Satan is the author of death for the life that we have in Christ Jesus. We trade the shame and the guilt for the love and acceptance by our Father. We trade lack for the abundance that God has. When we operate in the spirit of lack, we're operating in fear. We trade the unforgiveness we have uh, for the forgiveness we have in Christ Jesus. We trade the sin consciousness for the righteousness consciousness. We trade our orphan spirit for the dearly loved, that we are dearly loved sons and daughters of the Father. We trade our slavery and bondage to our past to the freedom and liberty we have in Christ Jesus. We trade our sickness for our health. We trade, see, we, that spirit of being injustice. In the biggest injustice happened with Jesus Christ. 
But that justice, that injustice turned into justice. And we now have been adjudicated not guilty through the blood of Jesus Christ. All shame, guilt, and condemnation is gone. We want to, change, we want to uh, trade that selfishness that we're born into uh, of my will for God's will seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So what we have now is the authority to wear the robe of righteousness. We put on the robe of righteousness. Death once held us in its grip, and by the blunder of the one man, death reigned as king over humanity. But now, now, how much more do we have the grace of God and the continuing reigning of kings in life enjoying our, our real uh, royal uh, freedom we have? And we have the perfect righteousness of, of, of Jesus, the Messiah. So we get to put on that royal robe of righteousness. And what we receive is the kingdom benefit package that we have. And the kingdom benefit package is, 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 is the scripture. So, so as we move in as disciples, and what we're doing is we're preaching the gospel. And this is the Old Testament here in Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5, is we read, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of these benefits, that the gospel that's, that is being preached and we've received through Jesus Christ. And what, what, is, what are the benefits? He forgives all of that red line living forgives all of our iniquities, all of our sins. And he heals how much of our diseases? He heals all of your diseases and redeems us from the red line, your life of destruction, who crowns us with, with his loving kindness and his tender mercies, who satisfies our mouth now with the good things so we can speak life so that our youth is renewed so he even recalibrates our age uh, like the eagles and when we recognize our identity of what he's done on the cross when he said it's finished we receive the whole kingdom benefit package and and with that it's so important that we we recognize who we are as disciples in christ and so so let's look at some of these these things here he became as we were sinners so that we could become, we might become as he is righteous. He died, he died to make us live in Christ Jesus as children of God. So he died so we could become children of God. He was made sin so that we could become righteous, the righteous as children of God. He became weak to make us strong. He suffered shame to give us the glory as his children. He went to hell. He went to hell in order to take us to heaven as children of his, in his family went. Now, now, he was condemned in order to justify us, to make us righteous. He was made sick in order that healing might be ours now. He was cast out of the presence of God in order to make us welcomed into the Father's presence as children in his family. So, we are, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord my soul and will exalt my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He's covered me with the robe of righteousness 
as a bridegroom decks himself with garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. And so as we confess, we will possess. And as we confess with our mouth and declare like the word of God and what we're doing in this podcast, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, I am a disciple. As we declare Jesus and belief, we're in our heart, our mind, will, and emotions, in our heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be sozo. You will be shalomed peace. You'll experience the overflowing abundance and grace and love of our Lord Jesus Christ. For it is with our heart, it's with our heart that we believe and are justified, and it's with our mouth we profess our faith and are saved. So what we see, there's two words here. In Hebrew, the word shalom means peace, and salvation in, in Greek means sozo. And look at the similarities here as we go down the shalom side. Is, is shalom peace means wholeness health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfectedness, fullness, rest, harmony, agit absence of agitation and discord. And what does salvation mean is sozo, healed, to be made whole, deliver, protect, save, restore to health, make well, to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger and cure. Oh, that's powerful. And as we've taught before, and I just want to go through these again, is, is our disciples benefit package of the good news. And this is the old covenant. This is in the Old Testament. Is Psalms 34 is telling and, and telling us of what's happening. And we talk about the deliverance package. We're delivered from all of our fears. We're delivered from all of our troubles. And so it's, it's much like uh, delivering a package to our door here that we get with Amazon, our, our FedEx. Our, and, and so he delivers to us, Carrie, our joy. He delivers to us a radiant face. He delivers hope. He delivers to each of us the angel of the Lord encamps around us. He delivers us as blessed, as saints, as children of God. And he delivers to us lack of no good thing. This is the word of God that we're talking here. Delivers to you a good life, a long life. He delivers us back into a relationship with our Father. He delivers us that so-so salvation that we just talked about. Delivers to us the righteousness of God. He fully redeems us and brings us his peace, his shalom peace. And so what we, what we see is, is that we have been redeemed and the disciples uh, commission, the, 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 the disciples commission is, is to bring that kingdom benefit package to us and uh, of full deliverance that we have in Christ Jesus. And so what, what we see also is, is and, and we, we, we close each time with, with this commission, the believer's declaration of, of, of the commission we have with our legal rights as children of God. And, and, and you can say these out loud with me as you want to, but I love doing this when we have a, a group, a live group. Uh, well, we are live, it's just that we can't see each other right now. So, so we're, we're gonna speak these over you, is I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God in the body of Christ. We're in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests. 
I belong. These are our declarations, our legal rights. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness of my, on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. And I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a disciple, as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrected power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Amen and amen. You know, Glenn, as we go through all of this, it's really just an incredible thought uh, because benefit after benefit after benefit happens on the green line living. As you're going through all the various parts of the uh, benefits that accrue to us um, through green line living the way God intends for us to live, the, the real question you have to ask yourself is why on earth would anybody want to be stuck down on the red line, especially since it's by your own choice that you move yourself from the uh, red line to the green line simply by accepting and acknowledging what Christ has already done in terms of his sacrifice so that we are enabled to be able to be on that green line. It's just incredible, Glenn. And why have the fear and guilt and the shame and all the condemnation where we can have the freedom and, and we don't have, we have, we have authority over sickness and disease. Exactly. And, and, and death and death. And so, so the fear of death is gone because we are ageless. We are made in the image and likeness of God as spirit beings. Our body leaves, we get a new body, but you know what? We have the power and authority as disciples here. And, and this is all in the word of God. This is yes. the word of God. We're, we're, <laughs> this is an opinion. This is what the word of God is, is saying. And, and if anything, just challenging those people listening and watching to really read the word of God and allow, not as a history book, but understand it's, it's the spirit of God will reveal the truth because the, because Jesus says, I am the way I'm the way to the father and I am the truth. And the truth is reality. I am the reality and I am life. And that's a life without the condemnation, without the fear and, and living the, the, the fullness of God in us. And what you're teaching, I think, is so important because from the standpoint that as we appropriate that for ourselves, then that's our believer's commission is to reach out and share that good news of the gospel. And so one of the things that we always like to do, uh, actually, Glenn, just before uh, we ask you to pray us out is want to make some of these resources available to you. If you're um, just new to this or you, you're excited about all that God is showing you through this series, you know, Glenn, I, I, I kind of don't like to call it Bible study. I call it Bible encouragement, Bible motivation. It's all the things that God wants you to understand for your own life, because that's what he came to do was to reconcile us so we could be on that green line. So we want to make available, we have, there's a number of offers. If you go to the REPL Minute, 
repominute.com, the repominute.com. That's the site that you want to access because it will do a number of different things. There's a, there's a number of different paths you can visit as you go there. Number one, uh, you could choose to uh, access the daily Monday through Friday REPL Minute, Glenn, that you've been publishing since 2006. It's a uh, daily a biblical motivational moment that helps set your path for the day and helps remind you of the kingdom living approach to your life. Number two, uh, it's also a place where you can get information about how to access your own copy of fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. Again, uh, it's got the links where you can re reach over there to Amazon, get your own copy of the book, makes a great study. Uh, you can get ebook edition, you can get paperback edition, hardback edition, Spanish language edition. So make sure that you, you look at that as a tool for yourself. The entire fraud series by itself is also uh, available for you to review on that website, therepelminute.com. And maybe the most significant portion of it is the kingdom living. All these podcasts, like the one that you've just been watching, they're all there. And it's great information that as you look uh, to establish yourself on that green line living that God has intended for you, these are great tools that help you on the way. So one of the things we want to do today, Glenn, you had a, a thing up there that called it, you called it um, the I am a disciple of Christ. And I thought that's a beautiful graphic that we should have as a remembrance. Because a lot of times we hear these things, we may know these things, but in the heat of that battle, we, we want to we have that handy and close by. So we're going to make that available in a way that you can take it as a PDF download. And what we suggest, there's a lot of tools like this that are available absolutely free of charge on the repelminute.com website. But the principle is you probably want to print this out as you get a chance to on your end, maybe use it, set it next to your desk, maybe hang it on the wall next to you as you're going through the day. Uh, these are great IMs to, to remind yourself of, you know, as we go along. So uh, we're going to make that available. You'll see the link there that you can just click through and get, get, get to that and check out many of the special offers because they're all designed to give you that biblical encouragement. Glenn, I'm so excited about where we go in this series and the, and the impact that it's having for not only the people watching, but even in our own lives as the, as the people working on putting this together. And I just want to, uh, Thank you, viewer, for joining us. And Glenn, I want to ask you if you will pray over all of us that are, are being impacted by uh, everything that's going on in the Kingdom Living series. Yes, yes. And I just want to challenge also those that are listening and watching is, is to, um, you do as we've done, <laughs> is that as the Word of God becomes real to you, mm -hmm. write it down, yes. speak it, send it in an email, uh, and, and you... You become that that disciple spreading the word of God. And that's how I started. I, I, I was reading the word of God. The revelation knowledge was coming. And I just send the verse out. Now, that's being bold. That's stepping out. That's being a disciple. And I would send it out. And, and as that started to grow, and, and that was never the intention. It was as I was into the word of God, I started doing that. Who would have believed that we have hundreds of thousands uh, listening all over the world uh, to these podcasts? And, uh, and only by the grace of God could that happen because it's the word of God. Carrie, it's not you and I. It's what he's doing to spread the word of God across the 
the, the universe. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We, we just pray over each person that's watching and listening. Father, bring healing to their mind, will, and, and emotions and over any cancer. You get out now in the name of Jesus. Sickness and disease, that was taken on the cross. And by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. Pain, get out in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. We just praise you. We praise you that you are Lord. Jesus, you are Lord. Father God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. May we walk in the light in this dark world because your light is shining through us as disciples. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. What a what a powerful prayer and what a powerful message today, Believers Commission. Please like and share this message as you run across folks that you believe would be impacted with this. That's how that's how this goes and grows and and reaches people who otherwise would miss this good news. So Glenn, I'm so excited. What a great message this has been. We're looking forward to uh, welcoming everybody back for the next episode of Kingdom Living. Until then, God bless you. Bless you. Thank you. God bless.